0: Hello and welcome to the Grapeseed Official Podcast. This will be another episode in our deep dive series where we take a look at a facet of grapeseed and go in-depth on it. Today's topic is the Scope and Sequence. In many of the training videos on the portal, we reference the Scope and Sequence, an important document that details the skills we are expecting students to be working on and learning in every unit of our curriculum. The document is designed to be easily read using circles to indicate progressions of learning. These can range from empty cells indicating students not having any exposure to this objective in the unit all the way to filled in bubbles indicating students have an understanding of this objective that is appropriate for their grade level, but teacher support may still be needed. Let's look at a specific example. If we look at the scope and sequence for year 1, which is units 1 to 5, we can take an objective like listen to identify words and see how it is developed over these units. In Unit 1, we find a simple circle, meaning students were introduced to this objective, but mastery isn't expected. This continues until Unit 3, where the circle becomes darker, indicating that students have had additional exposures to the objective, but still need teacher support. In Unit 5, the bubble is completely filled in, meaning students have an understanding of this objective that is appropriate for their grade level with teacher support. Thus, reading the tables and seeing the expectations for increasing student growth is easy to read. What is more tricky sometimes is understanding the objectives themselves. As our curriculum aligns to international standards, some educational jargon necessarily comes along with it. Most things in Grapeseed are written and designed to be easily understandable by everyone, even non native speakers. Think of the teacher manual. But the scope and sequence can be quite tricky, even for native speakers of English. We have received many questions about what particular objectives mean in more simple terms, so in this podcast we will be looking at these and defining them, helping deepen your own understanding of our goals and objectives as you consult the scope and sequence throughout your grapeseed journey with your students. The most frequently asked questions involve the objectives construct meaning and determine meaning, and the difference between these two linguistically. It can be helpful to think about this as a kind of a spectrum. Students begin by constructing or building meaning and, as they do, it evolves into determining meaning. To really understand this, think about the perspectives of your students in Unit 1. It is their first day of class and they have no English foundation. They see their teacher say, sit down, which might sound to them like sit down or set out or something else nonsensical, but when they say it, they go from standing to sitting. They say it again and again, going from standing to sitting. Your students at this point might then begin to associate the series of sounds that sound like sit down or sit down with the action of sitting. They are constructing meaning, building understanding of a set of sounds together and what they mean. As they are exposed to the language more, they will more accurately be able to distinguish the sounds in sit down and no longer hear it as sit down. They might even tell their friend to sit down when they are supposed to. They have started to determine the meaning here. They constructed an understanding and are now able to use it in context. Over more exposures, they begin to understand the difference between sit down, sit nicely, and sit on the floor. They can use the language as well when answering questions or making comments in class. They have determined the meaning of the word sit and its applications at a level appropriate for their grade level. This is an important point, appropriate for their grade level. They don't know or understand all possible applications of the word SIT and even in the understanding they have, they might still require teacher support, but that's okay. With more exposure and comprehensible input, they will grow in confidence and accuracy. Next up are our three modalities that our students progress through as they go through this growth of confidence and accuracy, receptive, productive, and interactive. Students start in the receptive stage, they are receiving the language. They listen as their teacher sings songs, reads stories, or even just talks to them using the language in the materials. While in this receptive stage, students are constructing and later determining meaning. Students grow from this receptive stage into the productive stage. They have had a strong foundation of input from the teacher, so now it is time for them to try and use the language. It might be hesitant and limited at first as they get their feet wet, but here, students are confirming that the meaning that they have constructed and determined is accurate through responding to questions from the teacher or even making their own comments. Towards the end of a unit you will see students entering the interactive stage where they more fully interact with you and each other using the language in the materials. They are more confident here in this stage than they were in the productive stage. You will likely hear a lot of creative and novel ways that students are using the language that don't necessarily come straight from the materials themselves. The learning process stays the same for all units as new language is introduced. In each unit, students return to the receptive stage, gain more of an English foundation, and move quickly into the productive and interactive stages. In these interactive stages, we find some related objectives in the scope and sequence. These are Conduct Research Recall Information Provided to answer questions, and Conduct Research Recall Information from Experience to answer questions. If you have been teaching grapeseed a while, you might remember us talking about question types like use the language and connecting questions. Conducting research recalling information provided is asking students to answer those use the language questions where students use language directly from the materials to answer a question. So if we ask students in unit one, how the family of hippos walk in family at the zoo and they answer the hippos walk in a circle, they are conducting research recalling information provided If we then ask the connecting question, do you walk in a circle, we are asking them to fulfill the other objective, conduct research by recalling information from experience. They will use some of the same language from the materials, but in this case they are answering about themselves and their own experiences, not just what the material said. Let's move on to an objective in year 3 and 4, use context to confirm or self-correct word recognition. This can be found in the foundational skills under the fluency header. In year two, this was a simpler self-correct while reading with the group. The difference in our raised expectations come primarily from the way poems are taught in earlier units versus those in later units. Remember that in units one to seven, we teach single letter phonograms with the poems and as such, the teacher reads first until students can recite the poem themselves. But as we get beyond unit seven, Homes become a place where we teach concepts of print explicitly. Since students can read on their own at this point, the lesson plans will tell you to have them read first, even from early exposures. They won't have the same time period they used to where they recognize the words their teacher is saying before repeating them. This is where that objective comes in. Use context to confirm or self-correct word recognition. They will need to figure out words, sometimes without initial teacher exposure, using the context of other words in the poem or the picture on the teaching card. They might also mispronounce a word, but hear their classmates say it correctly and self-correct. In either case, they fulfill the objective and are more able to read the component smoothly and fluently. We can see the evolution of yet another set of objectives in respond to simple questions versus respond to questions in year one and two. We find respond to simple questions in year one For most students, this is their first exposure to English, so the lesson plan includes simple and easy questions that can have one-word answers. They might not even answer if they are still in their silent period. As they have more exposure, they will grow in confidence and begin to respond to questions. As they move into year 2, the questions in the lesson plans will grow in complexity, requiring fuller answers as opposed to simple one-word answers, especially towards the later units in year 2. Note how the objective isn't perfectly answer all questions. Students may still need support from their teacher and some may still be in their silent period. The objective is to simply respond, ideally with full answers, but responding still includes short answers and even indicating understanding without speaking, like nodding to a yes or no question. In this case, a teacher can model a more complete answer like, yes I will. As we get into year 3, we can still find respond to questions as an objective. By this stage, though, we can really start to expect more from our students as their English foundation is much stronger. We can expect them to start using words and phrases from the materials, use pronouns and contractions, use present and past tense verbs, and also use prepositions and prepositional phrases. Of course, these will be dependent on each unit and the vocabulary and expressions contained within them. Another common question is the difference between the objectives relating to the main topics in reader content. As our students see the reader content grow in complexity, we will start discussing with them and helping them figure out what the main topic is of the stories they are reading. We generally will be doing this in the lesson plans from units 16 to 25. So here they are listening to identify the main topic. The teacher will ask them to listen to what the story is all about. This evolves to the next step in units 26 to 30 as the objective now is identify the main topic. With all the practice and listening they have done with the teacher previously, they should now be able to identify the main topic without a lot of teacher support. The next step, Determine the main topic, comes in units 31 and up, adds the nuances of not just identifying the main topic, but also learning about the topic and deciding what it is or what it means. A similar difference in objectives based on student growth can be found in Listen to and Participate in Conversations and Listen to and participate in discussions. Listen to and participate in conversations is an objective in years 1 and 2. A conversation, in this case, is an informal talk between two or more people exchanging information or ideas about a topic. This can happen in our classrooms when we ask questions about the material and students answer. In year 3 and beyond, this grows into listen to and participate in discussions. In this context, a discussion is a more formal conversation that moves beyond the teacher asking a question and students answering it. Early on in year 3, we can expect students to communicate information about familiar topics, recalling information provided in the materials, and recalling their own experience. As we go beyond that, we can start expecting them to ask their own questions and talk with each other and respond to each other's comments and questions without the teacher as a go-between. Lastly, we sometimes get the question, what does it mean to approximate singing or reading with purpose and understanding? This objective only appears in year one, and to understand it, we need to remember again our students who come into Grapeseed with no English foundation. Even with your encouragement, students may not join in singing songs or reading poems or doing some of the materials. Even when they do, it will likely not be terribly accurate at first. It will take time for them to be able to clearly hear sounds and construct and determine meaning, like we talked about before. In this early outputting, they won't really be singing or reading, but they will be trying to. This is the nuance of the approximate singing or reading, found as an objective in these early units. They might just be parroting sounds without really understanding the language yet. With more exposure and practice, they will continue constructing and determining meaning and will actually be singing or reading instead of just approximating it. Whew, that was quite a bit of heavy stuff. If you have any other questions about the scope and sequence, feel free to send them in to mailcarrier at grapeseed.com or you can reach out to your coach. As always, thank you for listening and good luck in the classroom. Goodbye, my friends, goodbye. I'm sad to say goodbye. It was a good day, but now I will say Goodbye, my friends, goodbye. Goodbye, everyone.